Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Good evening, good morning, or good afternoon. This is more than just a podcast. Podcast. Uh, season 13, episode 28. And you hear the dulcet tones of John. Where are you? What are you doing? I'm at home talking to yous. And, doing a podcast. And Kenning Townland, where Hello. are you? Welcome back. Where are you? What are you doing? Uh, I'm doing a podcast with you because I didn't do a painting this afternoon. There you go. Uh, no, Nigel, he's in Swansea. Technically, that's abroad, isn't it? Isn't it? Yes, yeah, foreign country. country. Foreign yeah. country. Uh, should be back next week. Um, it, it could be an interesting night tonight um, because um, Nigel, we were talking on WhatsApp. Uh, he's not here tonight, but um, was listening on the radio. John, um, do you want to say where were you during the game? Um, I was relocating my daughter back to uni after a Christmas break. And Len? Uh it was on, but I was doing painting and wasn't watching. <laughs> so, this might be an interesting... Come on, you irons! Come on, you irons. Well, at least I watched the game. Yeah. Well, pe- people uh, do well, say You could find some, well, anything better to do like the rest of did us. Did you know what? It, it was it was interesting. I was out, actually, and I got to watch it, but my son was playing for Horsley. Uh, he, he plays for Horsley Bees in, in Surrey, and the clubhouse obviously has uh, Sky and TNT. So they were three nil up at half time. <laughs> so I went into the clubhouse, looking out the window, watching my son play football, and uh, and watched watched the game there with a beer. Oh, nice. Well, I didn't, not with a beer actually, because actually it's dry January. I'm not drinking, and I am trying to be uh, the noom slimmer of the year, John. This year, oh, I, have, I have lost three kilos already. Um, I'm due to get married, uh, hopefully late late this year, and uh, I've I've got 27 kilos to lose between now and I've lost my first three kilos. There you go. Okay, stone. In, in English, what we're talking? 
27 four kilos. Stone. Four stone. Four stone. You're going to try and lose four stone before you get married? Yeah, four stone. Good on you. What are you going to do, Sean? I'm, I'm, I'm using an app called Noon. Eat, eat less and Why, exercise is that more. That make it's you not, lose weight an app. If, yeah, it's an app called Noom. And Noom, basically, you, you eat green food. It's, it's a calorie-controlled yeah. diet, right? Yeah. Uh, but you drink, eat green foods, yellow foods, and amber foods, and you make up certain things. Oh, yeah. And allow you can't just stop being a greedy cunt. you got to do, no. like, red, amber, green yeah, exactly. on an app. Yeah, on an app, yeah. yeah. It's all about the app, yeah. Anyway, it's not a diet podcast. It is a football podcast. Uh, we've had an international break. Sorry we weren't around last week, but, but no one could be asked uh, to record. <laughs> well, that's true. I asked everyone, they go, what's there to talk about? And I went, lots, lots. Well, I, I thought there would have been one. I was a bit disappointed. I, enjoyed yeah, I asked you as well. Yeah, I know, but you knew I could do it. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, later on, just a little teaser. We're going to talk about David Moyes' uh, contract next season we're going to talk about calvin phillips we're going to talk about whether we're signing these strikers and any other transfer news we're going to talk about ben johnson we're going to talk about uh benny ben rama and agur um but more of that later let's talk football, football. Um, we played the blades sheffield united yesterday um i don't know what were your expectations lads did you um did you did you think that you know they're not they're not the best? I mean, the bottom of the league, right? Yeah. So go there and beat them. You did. You thought we could just go. Well, I'd like them. to go to a team at the bottom of the league and try and be the fucking better team. That's not too much to ask. Oh, well, according to Rio Ferdinand, yeah. he is. <laughs> yeah, I saw that on Twitter. Yeah. What, what is he? What is he I'll like? Tell you, I, I can answer that very succinctly. What is it? I didn't see this because I, I, I'm avoiding the media because I just think it's. It's, it's getting a bit like, football is getting a bit like the running man. It's all about sort of like the, the ratings and the shit like that all around it. It's all sort of filtering down to the social media hits, everything. I, I, I don't know why he looked into the camera, oh, but I'm not looking for it. But he's saying like, what is it that what US fans want? Well, yeah. hope rather than expectation is the answer. Because as a fan, it, it's the hope that excites you. It's the expectation that makes things a bit dull. And, you know, you expect to see the, the team in style and you get it. And really, if you take away the things that all like the media enjoyed like, in the last six minutes of the game, it was another shit of performance. So you, back to your question, what did you expect? I expected to lose, but I wanted to go in there and, and win. Well, I'm expected a, a bad performance, but... You know, I want someone to find a way of winning, whether it be the manager or, or players. I don't yeah. think that's a lot to ask against Sheffield United in chaos, by the way, yeah. and actually didn't play very well themselves. No, I mean... Maybe I'm just, you know, expecting much, and I'm a miserable middle-aged man. But... Yeah, it would be nice to, to be able to go sixth in the league to the team at the bottom of the table yeah. and and sort of, like, impose yourself yeah. on the game. You know, yeah, I mean, obviously, we had no Pakatar. Yeah, um, but everyone, everyone keeps throwing that in there. Well, no Pakatar. You know, the bigger miss was Alvarez, no. in my view. Alvarez, well, Alvarez um, has still got a calf injury. It's not supposed to be too serious. But we had no Alvarez, no Pakatar. No. Udos, obviously, no. in African nations, as is a girl. So, no. you know, Ariola starting, uh, Soufal, Mavropanos, Zuma, Emerson, Corne. 
seed check, Wall Prowse, Four Nails, Ings and Bowen, which was a surprise. And you, you gave a little bit more hope when you saw, you know, Bowen was starting. Uh, both Bowen and... Um, How did he perform? Obviously, I didn't see much at all. It, it, it was sort of drowned out. He, he, he got some chances, but it just wasn't happening for him. Um, and Danny Ings uh, was easily the man of the match, John. I mean, it... it well, he played him He played him sort of like behind Bowen, didn't he? He did, yeah. So he hasn't yeah, got... Yeah, so Bowen up front and... Keep, he hasn't just, got to run around and try and do the Antonio role. Yeah, it was a it was a 4-4-1-1 uh, with Bowen up front and Ings just behind him. But it worked really well for Ings and Ings got two assists. I mean, obviously one of them was a penalty, but he won the penalty, which... For fancy league was an assist, um, and he assisted uh, Corne for his first Premier League goal as well. Um, Bowen had a quite a day. Uh, it just wasn't really coming off for him. Uh, he had a few chances, but you know he just. So how did we look, Sean? Were we the better team? No, no, no. We weren't the better team. But that said, um, we could have done enough to win. <laughs> And if we talk well, about that's 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 what we weren't the better what team. We that's what Rear Phone well, should look at when he looks at the camera. Because I, 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 we, yeah, we quite so. often some we quite often can win a game but don't look like we should and we look shit all game. Yeah, I mean look <coughs> they they probably wanted it a bit more. They looked probably better. Um and and in some ways that, that first goal that Cornet went was against runner playing you, you, but you didn't you didn't feel like they were going to score, yeah, and and then they did. You're right. You just thought, oh, well, that sort of went against everything. I mean, let me just do the stat attack. Uh, Sheffield United had 57%, and we had 43% of the ball. They had 20 shots, six on target. We had 16 shots, five on target. They had four corners to our one. They fouled 11 times to our 10. Um, Not great stats, is it? It's not great us. stats for us. Getting you know, a we, fucking team we, at the bottom of the league. We didn't dominate. We wanted them to have the ball. Um, and, you know, when when Corne, you know, went ahead on 28, we looked comfortable in defending. Of course, we, we didn't go for the second one. We seemed to be defending, you know, letting them have the ball and run around. And we paid the price. You know, they scored... Uh, just before half time on 44 minutes, and, and you, all that work is undone. Uh, and we go in to the break at 1 1, and you're just thinking, What's all that about then? Um, but you know, it, it second half, um, it, it got even worse. The look, the the Penalty, and and I thought, look, this this has got draw written all over it. But you know, fast forward to seventy nine minutes when Wall Prowse uh, took the penalty. Now, for me, I know Sheffield United fans said Stone, you know, that this was a soft penalty, but it didn't look soft. You know, you can't do that. Was there any malice? No. Did he did he absolutely bundle him over in the penalty? Yes, he did. So it doesn't matter if there's any malice. The rules are pretty clear. It was a pen. Wall Prowse. Uh, I thought Bowen might take it, but Wall Prowse. Great penalty, straight down the middle with power, two one. And you're thinking, do you know what? The way that Sheffield United had played, 
that is probably enough. You know, 10 minutes to go. We've only got a hold on for 10 minutes. And then, full, you know, we get past 90 minutes and then the fun starts, right? So first of all, uh, Brewster gets sent off on 93 minutes. And, um, you know, there was no doubt in my mind that it should be a sending off. I know that uh, Wilder said uh, it shouldn't have been a sending off. And they're down to 10 men. And then four minutes later, um, Sufail gets sent off uh, for a second yellow. Um, the first yellow should never have been a yellow. And he gets the second yellow. It's like the ref was trying to equal he's it up. He's been getting away with it for a few games. He's, 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 he was complaining to referee. He got his, his second yellow for complaining to the referee. Arguable whether he should have got the first yellow. Then you get, then then you get um, the penalty, right? Uh, on um, uh, well, no, yeah, you get the penalty um, on oh, what was it? 103 minutes, the latest goal ever scored in a, in the Premier League, and and basically, and I'm sure you've seen the pictures, guys. Ariola comes out. He tries to punch the ball. He misses the ball. Um, the, I forget the guy's name. He misses the ball as well. But actually, on on the replay, you see that actually the the Sheffield United guy makes contact with his arm, his shoulder, right into uh, Ariola, and he ends up with a big fat lip. He's so injured he can't carry on, and and they're awarded a penalty now. Independently, I know rose tinted glasses and everything from West Ham fans. Most people have said that should have been a foul on Ariola, not a penalty against us. Uh, but again, VR give it. But that's that's not the travesty of it. The travesty is with the last kick of the game, Bowen is in to score, and he gets it. I, I don't know if you either of you have seen it. It's like a rugby tackle or an a WWF wrestling challenge. It it's so unbelievable. And as he's wrestled down, the ball hits Bowen's hand, right? The ref gives handball. Right? He did touch his hand, but after he was wrestled to the ground. And VIR doesn't look at it and the ref blows up. And David Moyes goes absolutely bloody mental. He chases the ref down the tunnel. Mark Goldbridge, um, Man United YouTuber, says, add West Ham to the people who have been hard done by. And pretty much everybody, even Sheffield United... Oh, we must have been hard done by then if he says <laughs> Exactly, so. exactly. He's not going to do us any favours. Have you oh, seen no, it, John? I've seen it. Of course, of course I've seen it. I've yeah. seen you some videos, didn't I? Yeah, of course I've seen it. it you know what I mean? The fact that the, the player himself put it up on social media later with, with a wrestling, wrestling thing, yeah. he's just taking the piss, isn't he? So, yeah, I mean, so, look, ter- did we deserve terrible to win it? Probably not. But should we have won 3 1 or 3 2? Yes, we should have done. And, and it feels two points dropped. Did we, have a, did, we, did we miss opportunities during the game to score more yes. goals? Yes. You yeah, know, it's just. It, it, our finishing you know, wasn't, not, yeah, wasn't I, good. I think you could go for all these things, Sean. It's not good enough for me, to be honest. You know, you could try and be the better, you know. The better team, considering everything says that you are, didn't happen. 
Um, you know, it's the old thing's turning me off West Ham a bit. It's yeah, just... but all right, but it's still a point. Whether you like it or not, refereeing is consistent. Oh, yeah, no, we know that. We're not arguing that. As I said to Mr. Mark Saggers on Talk TV last night, well, you were on that way. VAR was brought in to make. Uh, to take the uncertainty out of the game, but it's brought in more uncertainty out of the game and made referees lazy, and there's just no consistency. Well, he didn't make him lazy because he didn't revert to well, VAR, didn't, no. did he? No, but so, is VAR supposed to say, I, I, didn't, well, I wonder if they've yeah, really we the video, done. whether they're going, hang on, hang on, oh, he's blown up, the whistle's over, no, it's too late, you can't review it. I, I don't know. But well, it had enough time, didn't they? It didn't take plenty for another five minutes. No, after the penalty. Uh, this is after the penalty, though. I mean, the, the decisions are clearly awful, and the refereeing display yeah. was awful. And we, um, you know, by rights, then looking how the game went, and if the decisions were correct, we would have won that game. Yeah, I fully accept that. That's, that's but did we deserve it? Argument. You're probably right. That, you know, right yeah, but I just, you know, it's just overall, it's just I, I, I get so bored of hearing people saying what's happened to four nails. What's what's Cornet done? You know, Ben Rama. You know, you've got to look at it in the whole. Ben Rama, four hours with, with regular players eighteen months ago, and barely get a look <coughs> in that now. Barely even, don't even get a sniff of a game. You know, they just the way Moyes has managed his squad is the reason why our fringe players are shit fringe players. They were they were starters eighteen months ago. So it, it, there's so many things in the round, that, you know. You just got to look at it in, in the whole, you know. Yeah. So I, I'm I'm getting a bit with Jay, um, with Len, sort of saying like, bottom line is, it's all getting a bit blur, isn't it? Yeah, it's just fucking dull. It's just like, ugh. We're okay. wishing our lives away. Just get it in the season. Give well, you d- you didn't miss. Let's be honest. You you didn't miss a lot. Well, on top of that, you know, I mean, off top of that, we get knocked out of the cup, yeah. Have we, have we, have we missed that? So we get knocked out of the cup as well. I, yeah. I Again, Tuesday nights I go out or whatever. I get back in. Half hour the game's into it. We, we're 1-0 down. I settle down to watch it. What did we do for the second half? Apart from like everyone moan about Creswell got lumped or this happened and that happened. They wanted it more. They were better than us. They and did, but again, the referee lost control yeah, yeah, of but the game. I know it's not an excuse, John, but the referee was inconsistent, and and they just took the piss in the end because well, they got they got more. So dirty. we didn't get it this time. Yeah. So, but then again, if see, you then don't want to happen, if you don't want it to happen, be a fucking better team. Dry your fucking eyes. But then after that game, everyone moans about. Look, uh, well, there you go, there you go. You you got your two youngsters came on. They didn't do nothing. Yeah. Well, like they they came on at eighty minutes. They got another take. I mean, uh, like some how, how many minutes has Mubama had in total this season? You know, I mean, these kids can't. You can't expect these players just just to come on and and make an impact. You know, it's, again, it's just for me that that cup game. He would he would have done well to start those two up front and change the team around and have a go at them. Because yeah. we were short on players, have a go at them. These two youngsters, when they came on, they looked good together. You, you, uh, I've I've just checked, John. We didn't. Uh, uh, you're right. The last um, uh, the last time we recorded was on the 9th of Jan. Um, I'm just checking. When did we lose against Bristol City? 16th of Jan. Yeah. So we haven't yeah. talked about it. So um, 
So yeah, no, but, but all all in the hole, it's all just a bit like, oh, okay, we haven't so, got we haven't got kudos, we haven't got a pack of tar, uh, we haven't got Alvarez, well, well, so we're, we're shit now. Let's quickly talk about the FA Cup. Obviously, away from home, uh, they scored on three minutes. <coughs> ben Rama got sent off for a ridiculous challenge on fifty-one minutes when we went down to ten men. Uh, David Moyes has said this week he hasn't spoken to him about it and doesn't plan to speak about it. Yeah, that's good management. Yeah. Um, which is slightly bizarre. Um, Danny Ings up front. Corne played. Emerson, Suchet, Ward-Prowse, Sufau, Cresswell, Zuma, Mavropanos and Fabianski. So on the whole of it, it was a pretty strong team. You know, it's the strongest team we had. Um, but, you know, and look, it's within their... Uh, right, they played dirty. They were quite physical, but this is where I think the the ref didn't really get control of it and and let the game sort of go on and slightly no VAR. That's the other thing, right? I don't want to turn into a moaning mini, but VAR at the first leg at the London Stadium, no VAR ground. at Bristol City ground. Because it's that not about? Premier League ground. Well, then there shouldn't there be some consistency? Yeah, but they aren't. There's no point us pitching about on a podcast. It's not going to change anything. No, no. I agree with you. I mean, what you're saying is it's not that important. Well, we think it is. So if we can't uh, agree a common ground, what's the point of discussing it with people? Not really, you know, we're just <coughs> fans, aren't we? Fans getting fucking bored of it all, to be quite honest with you. Um. Obviously, Ben Johnson, Mumbama and Calvin uh, uh, Marshall came on. Uh, Mumbama and Marshall came on at the same time. But you know what? It was about 80 minutes, wasn't it? Something like that. Uh, I thought it was a little bit earlier. I'd have, I'd have to have a look. Um, well, I thought he looked lively at Marshall. And some of his interplay with Mumbama and some of the... Oh, yeah, it was. You're right. Field. 81 minutes, Mumbama came on for yeah. Ings. And Marshall, 80 minutes, Marshall came on for um, Cresswell. I mean, they, they are mid-table championship team. It's like, go for them. Yeah. Uh, you know. I'll t- tell you one thing for both games. Ben Johnson's having a bit of a crack. He, he actually looked like the best man uh, in the... Which <laughs> shows you how worse everyone else was. He was the best player uh, against Bristol City, in my view. And, you know, he wasn't... I think Danny Ings was the best player yesterday against... Uh, Sheffield United, but do you know what? Ben Johnson looked quite comfortable as a midfielder yesterday. I thought he played really well. Well, he's yeah. a, he's, a, he's a decent player, isn't he? He's decent. He's we'll another talk one. More about him later. Sort of been in the pushed aside. Yeah. Anyway, any news that doesn't involve David Moyes or? Well, uh, I'll save that for later. But there is oh. there is some noise. So let's let's start with a little bit of transfer news. <laughs> let's start with Calvin. Oh dear. Pitt. 100-day coffee. 100-day coffee's oh, got. I've got 100 How many days day you in? Well, it started on Christmas Eve, so I've got quite a way to go. Does it affect your appetite? No. That's a shame, yeah. isn't but, it? But no, no, because well, it well, would well, help. You could have, like, yeah. two wins I'm there, I'm drinking, drinking three litres of water a day and green tea, John. So, uh, oh, so you're suffering from I'm water retention. Wee- weeing a lot. Yeah. <laughs> three three litres of water. I'm, I like you. I go for a wee every five minutes, you know? Yeah, there's other reasons for that at my age. <laughs> anyway, Calvin Phillips, look, we are interested. Um, th- th- there's been some talk that it's a £7 million free, plus his wages are £3 million. Absolute border dash. It is expensive, right? Border he is on, dash. He is on, a, he is on 135 <laughs> grand a week. 
we are looking to pay those wages plus a bonus, right? Uh, of you know that will be paid to him on I don't know uh, league position, uh, free um, clean sheets, wins, etc. But um, it's not ten million for twenty three weeks. It's more. So it's like, not all about the money for him, no. Well, I think <laughs> look, how like how. Well, Man City don't want to lose. They don't want to subsidise his wages, right? So so they don't want to lose out of it, but they're not asking a massive fee. Um, they were asking for a loan fee, weren't they? It's been reported no, for five mil, wasn't it? No, it's not true. It's not okay. true. I've asked my sources and they say that's not true. It is an expensive deal, but there isn't a massive five million pound loan fee uh, that some are reporting. Uh, as um, Kevin Nolan said, um, you know, we are great admirers. He sort of let the cat out of the bag, even though David Moyes refused to talk about other players. Kevin Nolan's happy to. We're in advanced talks. I know Alan Nixon today said the deal's basically been done, uh, premature. Uh, Mira said something similar yesterday, but they're, they're all jumping the gun. I spoke to the club tonight. They said, we don't comment on speculation, but uh, uh, basically there's no news on this front. So in other words, it's, it, it's not significantly in long yet um, to give any update. That, uh, but <coughs> they continue to work on it. Mm. Um, I'm, I'm in two minds about this deal, to be honest. So where, who does he displace then? Well, it's got to be Suchek, hasn't it? I, I reckon. Oh, you. Fuck off. Do you I really, really reckon? I, I, well, you don't replace Alvarez unless you're going to move Alvarez. He might. We back. fucking take him off enough. Does he take Suchek off? I, I don't know. It's it's a difficult one. If Phillips comes in, he not plays, for him. It's not. I don't. No. Well, if, if you if you go like for like, it's Alvarez, isn't it? Yeah, I'm. Is I'm that hoping not, not the case? I'm hoping not. I can't remember what he's like actually. The guy. Well, he's he's a I defensive he was, midfielder. He's isn't a defensive he? midfielder. But I'm um, for England. I seem to record him going ahead, advancing more than Declan. Declan sitting. Yeah. So what, James Wall Prowse. See you later. Yeah. We shall see. We shall yeah. see if we get across the line. My, um, I wouldn't care if we didn't. My senior like source really. says we are currently uh, looking at 20 different players. Uh, we might sign one on loan. He was very clear, not permanently. We might sign one on loan or two or none. So don't get... If we're looking at 20 different players, don't get hung up about um, particular... Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. 
Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. names. I mean, we were looking at uh, Smith Rowe. Uh, Arteta says he's not interested and well, Smith no, Rowe says he's not uh, interested. Yeah, but... Managers say this kind of stuff, and then a minute oh, later, Smith Rowe you know, said he's not interested as well. well so, like, yeah, you know, where, did, so, where did where did they come up with these things? Well, obviously, agents go, Oh, yeah, I'm sure my client would, you know, but look, he's one of 20 names. Calvin Phillips is one of 20 names. There's another 18 names we don't know. It, interesting that, um, look, and it, um, he's a good friend of mine, Mr. Uh, um, writes the Guardian, uh, Jacob Steinberg has linked two strikers. And, and yesterday he talked about that Aston Villa rejected a loan offer for, I forget the striker's name. Um, and he was also talking about another striker, and I forget his name, for 55 million. Do you know the one I mean? No. Um, I will be no. Well, I thought you followed the You're the ITK. How have we done? Don't um, kid yourself that everyone gives a fucking shit about transfers. We don't. Um, well, so you see, he was linking us with this fifty-five million pound striker, um, and who's injured till till. Uh, sounds like anyway. I have. That sounds yeah. like Iron Man. Yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> and, and and what I've been told by my senior sources, striker's not a priority, right? So I'm, I'm not not calling Jacob out, but but I've been told, that, you know, I've been told the Aston Villa one is. <coughs> Is not is not an option. It's it's not someone we looked at, and we certainly didn't get turned down. And the other guy, we've got some interest, but but not for this winter. You know, m- maybe in the future, but he's injured too. So so I've been told you don't get strikers in January. They really don't, uh, and, and they're not priorities. Well, we and, do. and we're unlikely to go for one. If we do get someone, it will be a loan. One, maybe two, or maybe none. So there you go. There's a transfer news. Brilliant. In maybe other news, nothing. in Great other news, in other Come news, on. it's better be better than that. Uh, <laughs> ben Johnson, uh, they've made a decision. He was available to be sold. They've made a decision that he's, they're not going to sell him this January. They're going to offer him a new deal in February when the transfer window closes. They hope to agree. They they're pleased with his form, the way he played in Bristol, the way he played yesterday, and believe that. You know, he's a homegrown player. West Ham need homegrown players. What's the problem um, then? Why aren't we signing him? Well, because he wants Money. 60 grand a week. Right. He's on 20 grand a week. Right. So homegrown Premier League player. Well, how much would grand? you pay him? I don't know. I, I'm not the fucking... I don't own the football club, do I? I'm... Well, hopefully there's a negotiation <laughs> somewhere in between. Maybe 45 yeah. Uh, yeah why would he rather right. just? Uh, oh. Well, right, will, will get, money for all right, him. So will he get sixty somewhere else? I mean, if he, it's a supply and demand kind of thing. If if he will get. Well, they said they're not going to sell him. Yeah. Yeah. So he'd either go for free or he signs a new contract because he's. he's what do you think he's worth then? 
And then try and work out if well, he's, he's worth not worth a lot. If he was sold with, with six months left on his contract, he's only worth a few million. I mean, how much would someone? So if you were to buy a similar type of player, how much would he be worth? With six by months by on his contract. By the, by the state of fucking uh, four nails and uh, Benny plays, he's got to be a twenty million pound player. Yeah, no, you're probably right. Well, there you go. So, so as a sixty grand and wrong for a player you're not buying. I mean, you see, I understand what you're saying, but it's, it's whatever way you're looking at it. Yeah. So, I mean, last week, the geezer was sort of like, oh, we just don't need him. And then suddenly, oh, these guys can play football. I mean, you'd never think it, would you? At a football club, someone coming from the academy better play football. I mean, what, it must have been a shock to them. Well, they've got six months to try and negotiate. No, if, he, he's, not if, he's, money, got, if he's only got six months to go, can't he... Can't, can't he start negotiating with other clubs now? Yeah. Uh, not, so, I think only a, a clubs abroad, isn't it? Well, it could be, but that's another club, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. So they, Is there any say, interest in him, Sean? Uh, no, there's been no bids in us yet. No. Mm. There's no bids to... What's to the other news then? The other one's great. The other news is... <laughs> <laughs> ben Rama. Um, right. No bids in for Ben Rama. There's been a lot. That's of not great news saying, either. They're saying, "Look, if the player wants to leave, we won't stand in his way." However, for all this talk about Marseille and we've rejected, we've had one inquiry, we've had no talks, we've had no offers. So, you know, it's interesting, you know, to have an offer to turn down, but we haven't had an offer. They would prefer to sell yeah. Ben Rama, but he's not worth enough. anything. Well, they believe there is a valuation. Yeah. Well, that's why they run a football club, and I don't. Fucking hell. Moving on to... Um, moving What's on. What's a fucking kidney worth, then, if there's a valuation of same, it? Jesus same, Christ. Same with a girl. You know, doesn't want to play for us. Away in African nations. If we get a valuation, we get our money back. 30 million, we'll sell him. But there's been no interest. And as there's been Nothing. no interest... No, there's been no bids. There might have been inquiries from intermediaries, but no bids are coming. And unless someone puts a bid in, he's going to be with us until the summer, and he's just going to have to knuckle down and play for us. Oh, so that's a good player. So, yeah. any good news? Well, yes, there is. Funny you should well, say that. The come one on, big then hit us with it. The one good piece of news is, yesterday, one of my, my uh, good friends was in the director's box at Sheffield United. And you said it was Paul Turner. <laughs> 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 not a good friend not a good friend at all Paul oh, is a good friend of mine and um, he started talking to you start to sound like the moose you know that he started to talk to this guy and he said to he said I recognise you don't I he said well maybe you uh, my, my brother's uh, David Moyes he went oh you're Kenny he said yeah Kenny. Anyway, they, they, they started talking and he, he he told him about Nick and he told him about social media. He said, but you know, your brother, you know, there's a section that want it out, but that's mostly social media. When you meet people in the ground, they're not usually like that. Anyway. Fuck you are. Well, well, I speak to her. So anyway, uh, so they get talking and apparently Kenny was going, look, my brother really wants to stay at West Ham. Um, I do expect him to be here next year. And yeah. um, 
that the, the deal will be done. So, you know, we, we've heard that before. And I've said that I, I spoke to someone who spoke to David Moyes, who said he's got unfinished business here. He doesn't plan to leave and he will do what he do to get a new contract signed. So there you go. That's from his brother, who also yeah, believes he will be here next season. So there's your bit of good news, Len. Did you know if Kenny listens to the podcast? I don't know if Kenny listens uh, to the Kenny, podcast. Kenny, if you're listening, I think your brother's a wanker. Oh, he doesn't mean that, Kenny. No, I fucking do. Of course, <laughs> when I, pu- I, I published a picture, and I think I sent it to you, of Kenny talking. He was there with um, Terry Brown. And uh, he's looking very old. Everyone loves him. Terry Brown's looking very old. Everyone's um, old favourite. And he he's said entitled. He don't sleep at night. He said that was the only um, West Ham directors there. I don't know why that was, but um, he. Um, what was that? What was I going to say? No, it's gone. I was waiting for the. I was waiting for the good news. Where's the good yeah, news? Yeah, where's the good news? <laughs> that was it. It's been over half. Our most successful manager ever will be here next season. That oh, you'll wind up. We've been here over half hour. You ain't said anything nice. Um, no, there is no good news. Suchek apparently, some of the players flew back to Stansted after the game. Some went on their own way in cars, including Aaron Cresswell. I guess he went to Liverpool. But um, apparently, and, and I'm hearing more and more about this, and I don't want to single one player out, but I will. Uh, apparently <laughs> afterwards, Suchek, uh, there was kids waiting to get their photos or, or get something signed with Suchek, and he just walked all past them and refused to uh, have his picture taken, which mm. is very unlike Suchek. But Maybe he's heard that uh, Calvin Phillips is coming. Well, I've I've heard this from some other people, people like Pakatar and and um, even Bowen now won't sign memorabilia um, yeah. outside of, and there's there's two reasons for that. Num- number well, one, one's money. Well, number one, that some of them have ex- signed exclusive deals to sign memorabilia, and number two is the amount of people that now use kids to pose to get memorabilia yeah. signed outside the training ground and then go and flog it themselves. Yeah. And number three is the people in the club that get back anders for it. Yeah, nothing wrong with that. Uh, but, you know, there you go. I suppose, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it just seems that if you can't give it... And look, it's the same at Chelsea. I pass Cobham uh, every day um, where, where Chelsea play and there's great big notices up there saying... You know, players will not stop here to talk, have photos or sign autographs, so fuck off, you know. So mm. they, they don't put fuck off, but there are big signs in Cobham saying, you know, no fans here. Please do not. You know what here. I think about footballers, Sean? What do you think about them? I think the self-centered wankers, I've always told you. Yeah. So um, is there any so good no, news? No good news then. Uh, what about this, this guy who's going to come in and be the analytical... Right, so, oh, thank you for reminding me. Yeah, so Tim Stiden, uh my source can confirm there is a, 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 a spectacled uh, German guy, uh, and I forget his name. Can you remember his name? Hans something, is it? Hans Zimmer. No, it, it, it's unimportant to me. You shouldn't need to know his name. Um <laughs> Analyst, what is his name? Maximilian. His name is Maximilian Han. I knew it was Han. Maximilian Han. Uh, he used to be, um, used to work for um, Brenner Weldon. Is it? Is that's well, that's where Tim used to be? No, Word of Bremen. <laughs> I got them all way round. Um, 
So yeah, but but apparently when when we talked to the senior source and he said, oh yeah yeah, he's one of many we bought in for Tim. Um, you know, we're, we're building a whole team around Tim. Um, according to X, he's, he's bringing his brother in as well. Tim Stiden is bringing his brother in. Nothing like a bit of nepotism. Uh, so yeah, Tim's brother is supposed to be joining uh, next year, and um, and there's uh, another guy who took over from the guy who went to Aberdeen, chief analyst. So apparently they've got quite a few people. So I, I did ask the question: well, What about Rob Newman? What about him? What about him? What about him? And I and I was told that he. He's still very well thought of, and he, he fits in with the new structure and we're working with the new people. So, I mean, this is a strange one to me. So here's a guy who was brought in as head of recruitment, right? All right, he was a chief scout before, and I was told at Man City he was mostly scouting kids. But anyway, he's brought in as head of recruitment. In comes the technical director and he's demoted. <laughs> then you've got sporting director, he's demoted further. Now, now they've got a... a, a um, ahead of scout analysis and he's demoted further you know is is has he got just no pride at all is this just he picking up money? the same yeah is he picking up the well, same time well, he might just be happy with his roles yeah, yeah. i mean yeah. no maybe pride. his roles stayed the same and but just, just have people with his there job well, he's, he's not head of recruitment anymore but we had no fucking recruitment a couple of years ago i know but he was brought in as head of well, recruitment well, there was the only one there wasn't he and now Fucking there's a technical hell. director, a sporting we did have, director. We did have. And, his name was Salty. And and um, head of technical scouting. Oh. Any real mm. fucking news, Sean? Well, how does, it, how not, does this you know, all end up, Sean? Uh, with a loan for Callum Wilson. There you go. You heard it here first. Callum Wilson? Callum Wilson is available on loan. What, from Newcastle? From Newcastle. We wouldn't want him, would we? Let's face it. Well, we stop installing against us, John. Wow, you say that, John. <laughs> Can you imagine him in, in Antonio? He hates us. Well, but, you know. I think most people have got a disliking for him as well. Yeah. Now, let's be honest. There is, there is very little good news, I can tell you. But how, um, how does all this, this like, like, okay, you look at it in the hole, you've got Tim Stighton establishing which looks like a proper infrastructure now to run a football club, which is kind of what we've been waiting for since the old Dildo yeah. brothers took over, yeah? Yeah. So it's only taken them, what's it now, 11, 12 years or whatever where they're at? Yeah. So they've, they've finally looked like they're getting the infrastructure right. They've got a manager that they can be nailed on that they're not likely to go, very unlikely to get relegated and be mm. mid-table and, and maybe have a go at a cup if he feels like it. So they're happy. But then is he going to be able to perform under the remits that Stighton's going to operate under? He's going to want to be in charge of the analytical performances of players and bringing in players. Will Moyes be in the old school that he is be able to do that? And does that mean that, okay, we're, we're, he, can, he can adapt to work with Stighton, which means then we're going to get him for next season, which means we, he, he will... After after the squad gets alienated, none of the youth get bloody. Did you see that that table that came out in the week about the amount of youth players that have been brought into the team in the last eighteen months or something? I did, yeah. And West Ham yeah. were nowhere near it. Yeah. So is that is that what we've got to look forward to? We've got to I look don't forward know. to. 
I don't know. You you might be right, and, and we don't know what role he will play. By the way, Dylan Kern now is the first team recruitment analyst that's been brought in. He replaced Jordan Miles, who was um, our first team recruitment analyst. Remember, he was the only guy, our only scout in the whole team. Yeah, he's, I remember we only now, had one, didn't we? Then? He's, he's now head of recruitment at Aberdeen Football Club. He, he left us to... Uh, yeah. uh, he's obviously only used to working on his own, so he's left for Aberdeen. So this is kind of like, I'm with, with Len again, it's like this, this season, let's just get this season to bed so it's, we can see how this all pans out. Yeah. It all just it'll, needs to... It'll get going again in March, but I can't no. be doing... With this, we still, this, this, I still think Look, you Premier like League not, limbo. Moyes will be here. I, I don't know if you heard, John. I don't know if you were the other week, but I'm. Um, I've, I've had a hundred pound charity bet with Nick. That uh, you're going to lose Moyes. that bet. No, I won't. You I fucking won't. will. Kenny, Kenny knows. Kenny well, fucking well, knows. Fuck all. A charity will win either way. So yeah, charity. Will but win. it's it's. I just find it. You know. I don't know. I mean, I suppose with Sue Fowl been at least we won't be getting the old Allardyce long throws anymore for the next three games. Yeah. So, you know, there's always a positive somewhere. Oh, there is one bit of good news. I forgot about it. And that is West Ham will be taking the stadium owners to call over beer prices. West Ham came out the most expensive price for a pint of beer, £6.50. The most expensive pie, £5.35 in the Premier League. They have, for the last three years, the stadium owners have been avoiding the comparable club clause, which looks at the average price of pies and uh, and pints and food and drink over Spurs, Chelsea, and Arsenal. They've continued to make excuses. London Stadium. They've continued to blame everyone else. They sued Alan Novry and won two million. Uh, and now West Ham Who's have said Alan they are the legal team that I put that together was four. Sorry, they I put it's four million. No, two million. Um, two million pound compensation out of court settlement um, for they created the first 2013 concessionaire agreement that everyone's been arguing the court ever since, and and London's they argued, well, you made a mess of that agreement. You should have put better clauses in, etc. So they've paid two million out of court. I mean, the long-term liabilities for the London Stadium is £232 million. What's that over the 99-year lease? Yeah, 200 liabilities of more losses. It's terrible, isn't it? It's it's unsustainable, isn't it? It is unsustainable, John. But, I mean, I was having a moan at you because you obviously had nothing else to do and started banging on about this on Twitter. Yeah. And I was just like, honestly... The club have known about this for nearly, nearly three seasons now, they and they have done nothing about and, it. And, that, that's a and complete you know, because I've shown you stuff for the fan Aaron base. Brady promised me last season they would go league. Oh, yeah, they do. Well, talk. Last season. Yeah. So, yeah. can we expect a reduction in beer prices and when? And, and can, will they all buy, will they buy the whole fucking ground of beer? Once they've done that, will they buy us all the beer for the excessive prices we've been paying? How about the fucking lawyers buying us a fucking beer? Unfortunately, I think it will be argued in court and a judge will decide. Will there be any beer compensation? Unlikely, but it might be enforced. If it does, right, don't hold you. It will come down to £5.75. The correct price of a pint, (laughs) unless, of course, Spurs, Arsenal and Chelsea put up their prices this season... Price of beer should be five pounds 
75. It doesn't sound like a thing that will go to court, Sean. When it, you is. Hear it, it is going to go. No, but they'll, they'll sell it. They'll just reduce the fucking price. They're not going to well, pay. Well, they don't want to. This is it. At the moment, they've got no control. But what isn't they... isn't this what you call it? Delaware North. Delaware North. So here's the interesting thing, right? But don't they they play all they play all their figures about? They just show a loss all the time. Yeah, they, they do. Yeah, they do, John. And their, their figures have come out. You're right, and show loss. But here's the funny thing, right? In the concessionaire agreement created by Alan Nofri, right? They created this comparable clause, which Karen Brady insisted goes in. But when they drafted the contract for Delaware North for the 25-year catering, they forgot to put it in. So Delaware North again, we're in no obligation to um, abide by this comparable club clause. That's your problem, not our problem. So who forgot to put it in? The LLDC? Yeah, I guess so. When they well, were they'd have to fucking pay the difference then, wouldn't they? They don't want to. There you go. <laughs> Oh, dear. I mean, they're still arguing, by the way, over the, <coughs> the windfall tax. So we've paid them like six and a half million pounds when Daniel Kredinsky bought into the club 27%. We but, paid them 6.7 with two payments. And they're still saying, no, 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 that, that's not enough. There's a calculation that Rothschild put in that sort of gave an example of how you calculate it. And they're arguing... And that could end up in court as well, because they still reckon they're owed money. In the meantime, they're trying to make out, because the London Stadium and London Stadium 185 have now released their figures in January, they made a profit, when really, and Kieran Maguire said this, they require £30 million of cash from LLDC and the London Mayor and the London Assembly every single year, just to keep afloat. So make no, you know, all this smoke and mirrors... Bullshit. Thirty million pound of taxpayers' money keeps that stadium afloat, and the naming rights. And I think I said this before. Won't be happening anytime soon. There's a disagreement on how you split the money. Disagreement on what rights they would have. It's all premature. West Ham needs to sign off it, and they're not going to do that. So it's all smoke and mirrors. All smoke and mirrors. You're any right. Danger of the. Uh, any danger of the stadium falling down, Sean? No, they're windy unfortunately, out. Uh, unfortunately <laughs> not. Could burn down, but no. Burn down. No, they're putting. They're putting. Uh, I could see someone going through it. They're putting a uh, a four and a half million pound solar membrane uh, that should stop the leaks over the uh, the roof. Then. Mm, that that's nice. Like yeah, that's nice. Anywho, it um, makes it honestly. It does make you make you wonder why there hasn't been like all these people that have been trying to buy football clubs why someone hasn't come in with a lump of money for West Ham and, and buy the stadium because they would sell it wouldn't they uh, I don't know they're, it's they're political they feel compelled to make it a proper stadium the, though wouldn't they I don't think they would sell it John and the, the problem is one I don't think they would sell it politically uh, you've got um, uh, Sadiq Khan and you know uh, Susan Hall from the Conservatives uh, the election coming up and it's, it's a political hot potato. But two, I don't think anyone would take it, including West Ham, without a subsidy. I wrote about this. They would want a subsidy of at least £10 million a year. 
to to take it off someone's hands and say we need a subsidy of ten million pounds because it's such a white elephant. It's got well, it's so not many. Such a white elephant, is it? No, it is. E- even if we took it over, because unless you pay off the catering and all the other contracts. Yeah, but if you took it over, the, the bottom, the the way it's it's solved is for LLDC and everyone to go bankrupt. No, it won't go. So so under the under the contract, the government, the central government, and. Karen Brady put this in, act as a guarantor. So it doesn't matter whether LLDC, London 185, E20 go bankrupt because the guarantor is the UK government and the taxpayer. And and Karen Brady made sure that that wasn't, you know, liquidation administration was an option to them. And well done, Karen, for doing that. But oh, it means that they off. no, they they haven't got an option Honestly, of getting out. Right of out. Mind. Look, we're nearly uh, an hour. You said yeah. nothing to cheer me up. No, fucking nothing, Sean. Nothing. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> so we get that, on to question that, time. Well, um, I think John said he didn't want to st- stay. Yeah, no, I'll leave you to question time. Um, oh, I don't blame why you. don't we do uh, predictions, John, before you leave? Um, we are playing. Do you know what? I don't know who we're playing next. We are playing. Is it Brentford? Oh, at we're, home. You come into that, John. We are playing Bournemouth. Bournemouth. You're right. It's not Brentford. I looked at that. It looked like you're right. Bournemouth at home. Seven thirty next. What day is that? Is that Tuesday or it's Thursday? The first. Thursday. Yeah, ten days time. What do you reckon, John? Bournemouth at home. I reckon we're going to win two-one. Ooh. We'll have to see how you're doing on your Super 6. Uh, Len? bit hard to tell on CBC the starting line-up, isn't it? But, um... Ooh. Ooh. I think it could be 2-2. Two, two. Desmond. Desmond 2-2. Two, two. And I'll go for a 1-0 win, obviously. Um, obviously. <laughs> I've been Sean. Nigel has... That's not in Len has been... Nigel has been in... I've been Nigel. <laughs> Len has been... <laughs> Broad. I've been Nigel. I'm <laughs> bored, yeah. Fucking terribly <laughs> bored. John has been. Oh, just enjoy myself. Uh, it? Come it's on, your friends. Bobby Moore. More than just a podcast. Bobby Moore. More than just a podcast. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.